Actually, now we're live because I told Craig to join but didn't press the recording button. Oh. <laughs> so, I did not record Craig starting to record, but I'm recording everything else. Hello, and welcome to Pack Tactics Season 3. This is episode 32. Uh, my name is Crash. I will be your DM for the evening for this homebrew game, which is all kobolds, all the time. And tonight I am joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Archbreath hanging out in chat, LFA hanging out in a different chat, Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy, Matt will be joining us a bit later. Craig is always watching. <laughs> I don't know why they're standing outside the window to do it, but they are. A little unnerving. <laughs> and what actually occurred last week? Um, Chroma, rem <laughs> Chroma reminded everyone that five-year-old, five years old for Cobalt is, um, about like the human equivalent of six, the cobalt equivalent to a human being sixteen, and uh, so there was teenage drama. Maybe to be fair, it's been several months in game time since we started. Okay, so you're, true. Chroma, you're, you're going on six if you're not six already. Okay, so she's closer to the equivalent of eighteen or nineteen, but you know. As someone who has taught high school, I know. We also met Mo, and then we fought a thing that had a bunch of things. I'm not sure it got a turn. I don't think so. I think I stunned it, and that was the end for it, it I think. It got a reaction. Oh, right. It moved. Yeah. It was able to do a single reaction, after which it didn't even get a chance to make a dexterity saving throw because it was stunned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I am going to have that hammer break at some point. <laughs> Just so a big... Or or introduce you to a big bad that is immune from stun effects. Could be, yeah. It's or one so that appears fun, right next to you. Oh, or I can't throw it, yeah. Oh, no. No, I imagine you would still be able to. Historically, you have. Yeah. Your only response to stunning yourself was as soon as you could say it was awesome. You did say it was awesome. <laughs> Yeah. It, it took until the end of your awesome. next turn for you to say it was awesome, but you did say it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Archbeth is saying can't versus maybe shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you spent so much time thinking about whether or not you could, you didn't stop to think of whether or not you should. <clears throat> right. Actually, you didn't spend a lot of time thinking about either. You just did. No, I just did. Mm -hmm. Barbarians so, are like that, you know? So in addition to killing a big bad in less than two turns and not giving it a turn, what else took place? Oh, um, we found a thing that we think is the planar foci, all four of them. In one, yeah. It's the value pack. It's the value pack, okay, yeah. Yeah, if you buy them in bulk, they're a lot cheaper. <laughs> For example, this is episode 32, and you've managed to collect all four. It took a lot longer in the first campaign. Sure did. <laughs> didn't even throw a red dragon disguised as a wizard at you. <laughs> Yet. No, you threw a bunch of worms disguised as, as a wizard at us. This is true. Mm -hmm. To be fair, I used the character art for one creature and the stats for a different one. Not that it matters. It didn't get a chance to do anything. <laughs> right. It would have been really cool if you'd let me make it be really cool. <sighs> I... I should have done the old DM trope of saying, okay, congratulations, you've killed the first one. I should have done that. But it was late. 
Yeah, it was. And if I decided, okay, so the very next session, which is this one, I say, all right, so its brother appears. <laughs> then we'd really just be doing the same fight twice. And that's right. not fair. Right. So I'm going to say you've done a very good job of maybe not doing a full clear. Actually, I told you about the map off camera. Not even close to a full clear. Right. But you cleared a path. So you are able to safely find your way out of the cave system. And you find that uh, your friend, the Triceratops, is not right at your camp spot. But it's over a ways defoliating the landscape as an herbivore does in a very calm manner. It barks at you. <laughs> <laughs> Who taught it that? Mary. Could be. Well, maybe that's how they sound anyway. There are scientists who believe that because dinosaurs evolved, well, some dinosaurs evolved into birds, that the vocalizations from dinosaurs may have actually been more bird-like than the traditional roars that we see in horror movies and stuff that have dinosaurs in them. So imagine, if you will, a Tyrannosaurus Rex running at you and honking like a horrible goose. Oh, no. And then grabbing all your stuff and throwing it in the duck pond. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and Cindy with GIFs. Yeah. A good GIF, I'm sure. Yes, it is a good GIF. Uh, so... With that said, you're outside the cave. Your triceratops is there. What do you do? Can we use it as a you pack know, animal? I'm carrying all these parts from Jr.'s friend. You know? I'm not sure we so can is, get that is... onto the red star. Really? Can you fix it here? No, 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 no. I mean the triceratops. Oh, all right, cool. Jr. has gone over and started trying to pet the triceratops. Aww. Oh, be careful of your shoulder. It's okay. I rolled a 19 for animal handling. Oh, good. They managed to pet the Triceratops. Good. And they have no additional perforations for the journey. All right. Well, even if we have to leave the Triceratops behind, we can still try to figure out if we can use them to get the rest of JR's friend to the right. Red Star. Well, we've got, you know, I'm carrying part of it, and Snacks' big stone buddy here is carrying some. So between the two of us, we could probably put it on the Triceratops, but I don't know if the Triceratops wants that. Well... Snacks, it's been less than an hour since Snacks summoned Thing 2, as it's been referred to. Mm -hmm. uh, there were, in fact, no additional Earth Elementals underneath anyone's hat, as was suggested last week. <laughs> Although that did make it into one of the out-of-context quotes. Yeah. And so you're going to have this Earth Elemental for part of the way, but not the entire way. The village where you parked the Red Star is a half-day's journey. Oh, Okay. Oh, right. So how do we convince the Triceratops to carry heavy stuff for us? Um, Neri? I can help with that. I will try to convince the... Try to convince the Triceratops to carry our heavy stuff for us. Okay. Give me an animal handling check. Uh, 18. I've got inspiration I can spend if I need to. An 18 is sufficient, especially with the 19 that JR just rolled earlier. Okay. So... I'm just going to let the head pat roll carry over. Uh, the Triceratops is not strong enough. You get the feeling that it's a juvenile. Uh, they're not strong enough to carry everything, but you happen to have a member of the party with a strength of 25. Right. 
So imagine, if you will, the bulk of this mech is on the back of the Triceratops, sort of tied in place. The legs are hanging off, and Zax is there, holding the legs up and walking behind the Triceratops, like the worst plow. <laughs> it's a Triceracart. Triceracart. <laughs> You've already said you have inspiration. I'm not giving you another point. <laughs> Actually, I've got woodworking tools and leatherworking tools. Chroma's got metalworking tools. I bet we could make a cart. You possibly could, but... I hate to jinx it, but my metalworking tools might be behind the nope. Oh, yeah. Also, you're looking at considerable time spent crafting something. This could do for now. I mean, you can work that up another time, maybe? If you wanted to tie a couple sticks together and have them drag behind... The Triceratops with stuff stretched between them. I mean, that could kind of work, but you're looking at trees, not saplings, for something that would hold this mech properly. It Its name in the book is Stone Defender. Those are traditionally <laughs> not light. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in any case, you are able to uh, jury-rig this in a way where the weight is distributed not evenly, but to each according to what they are able to hoist, which means that most of you are not carrying anything, which is fair. Mm-hmm. And you are able to head back to the Orc Village where you parked the Red Star. Hello! As soon as they see you, they start setting up their carts again. Oh, and LFA is absolutely right. It's equitable hoisting. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get everything we can moved on to the Red Star and let Chroma take a look. Did everything go well? Yes. Mostly. I'm just going to start moving stuff. You guys can talk to whoever that is. I have some concerns about the souvenirs I bought earlier. I was informed they were rocks. Uh, you don't want me. You want my twin brother who looks just like me. Is that the one with the goatee? Yes. Yes, it is actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, he didn't come in today. He's feeling under the weather. I can lay on hands. I'm sure you would lay on hands. I'm not that kind of tourist. <laughs> there, there's a moment on. of awkward silence as they just stare at each other. We, we should get going. I had a lovely time. You have a wonderful village. I would tell all my friends, but they all came with me. So Zax is probably getting little pieces of this conversation as she picks something heavy up, puts it on the ship, comes back for the next one. <laughs> you know? Well, that was the entire conversation. Uh, JR is saying this as they're kind of like half walking backwards, half sidestepping towards the Red Star to oh, assist okay. with whatever can be done. And it mm-hmm. it is fairly obvious that you can probably, uh, with the right jury rigging and rope structures, uh, get the mech strapped onto the Red Star in some way, either riding on top of it or tied to one of the legs that is used as landing gear. You really? don't even the mech's that big. You don't see a convenient way to take a triceratops. The triceratops is going to have to stay. Which some of you already figured that out. Yeah, we are defeat it, you know. Well, I suppose it's time to say goodbye to Triceratops, buddy. Bye. We'll remember you. Thanks for helping me haul the heavy stuff, if you understand. Can I entrust it into the service of a trustworthy villager? 
You could make the attempt. All right. I will make the attempt. Uh, insight to find someone who's trustworthy. Um, we can use that to speed the process along, sure. We'll, we'll assume that you have conversations with a few people. That's a 27. Oh. Yeah, you find someone who um, their main occupation is they're a farmer and horses don't... We've already do- established that it works as a plow. <laughs> horses don't do too well in jungle type situations but a triceratops could be used as a plow animal and they come with a built in defense if a random T-Rex decides to come by and pick up a light snack mm-hmm. so yeah you could find okay. someone who is willing to take care of your triceratops friend Instead of taking care of your yeah. Triceratops friend. Right, right. Different. And bonus, yes. Triceratops milk. You, uh, you know this is a boy, right? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, you just have to find a girl Triceratops and then Triceratops milk. <laughs> you can put this one out to stud. You, you know this is a juvenile, right? <laughs> So it'll take a couple years. It's it's really only half the size. <sighs> Look, I'll take care of it. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. But please stop trying to make your sale because it's really just embarrassing for both of us. <laughs> I have had that gif in my favorites for a very long time, by the way. <laughs> I have that to scroll. One, yeah. <laughs> I scroll all the way down to the bottom of my favorites list to get that one. There are no gifs that have been favorited longer. Also, it's very fitting that that's a gif of someone who introduces herself as a lizard woman from before the dawn of history. She follows that up with, and this is my wife. Right. And then there's lots of screaming because, of course, there is. It's Doctor Who. Uh, Moving forward. uh, So you are able to lift off. I'm assuming Neri is flying because Neri is usually the one who's flying. Yeah, I'll fly. Goodbye, spell slots. No more spell slots for now. Uh, but you'll get them back after a long rest. And when you go in for a landing, you see that there are currently three... No, there are up to five. There are five um, angel ships outside the main base. Oh, someone's Neat! Now, don't... It, it's obvious, even from a distance, as you're coming in for a landing, it's not five operational ships. But there are five ships. I'm sure the inventors will get it eventually. Eventually. It's in progress, but it's going pretty well. Oh, that's good. Excellent. Yeah, and we're even training others. Oh, that's a good idea, too. Yeah, the, the hardest part is getting them to not go with animal-based fixing. Oh. I can see where that would be a problem. Yeah. 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 I mean, animals are great and all, but they're not good for everything. Uh, Probably shouldn't go into detail about the gopher-based spacesuits. <laughs> Why would you? Oh Never mind. no! I wouldn't. I um, wouldn't. Living gophers or dead gophers? I don't think the answer. Oh, to definitely that alive. Way is be, yeah. Ugh. See, the issue is they unionized. The gophers unionize. Uh huh. Huh. Okay. Apparently, you get that well, many of them together, they form a collective intelligence. It's really not huh. unlike kobold artificers. Wait, what? But isn't that what we are? Look, I got oh. the pool goggles and everything. Okay. I'm pretty sure that I'm not in your head. What number am I thinking of right now? Um. Twelve. 
You're totally wrong. It was lilacs. Although lilacs, I think, are purple. And this um, inventor turned artificer just sort of starts to give Zenosha a side eye. <laughs> hey, Chromo's the one that guessed purple. All right, Chromo, I was where do you want? to get it wrong. You're trying to get it wrong. Okay. I was trying to trick. Anyway, hi, my name is Snicks. Hi, Snicks. And this, and this over here is my brother Snips. Wow. Hello. Okay. Well, we don't want to keep you from doing whatever you're supposed to be doing right now. And uh, oh know, no, it's fine. It's we had to stop guys. after the explosion. Uh, wait, what, what? Blew up. Uh, nothing really important, but the cleanup crew's in there now. Um, what blew up? Was it the someone's GoPro? lunch? It was what? Someone's lunch. Technically, it was a lunchbox. Yes, but their lunch was oh, in it at no. the time. Apparently, the, oh, they, no. they made their lunchbox something that couldn't get wet, and then they put something cold inside of it. Oh. Yeah, we found did this out live? after the fact. I mean, did they live or? Oh, yeah, they're fine. It was in the break room. But uh, that's a lot of lunch spread over a very large area. Okay. Uh, we brought in kobolds at no precipitation, but you'd be surprised how many times you have to cast it for a certain area. Okay, I'm going to start picking up heavy stuff and bringing it wherever Krobo wants it to be now, so uh, I'll see you later. Oh, can we help with that? Can you lift this? And I pick up something heavy. <laughs> oh, check this out. And uh, Snix pulls out a device and throws it on the ground and it unfolds. And then unfolds. And then unfolds. And then unfolds. And And eventually it's the size of a push cart. Huh. Pocket sized push cart. My latest invention. That's pretty cool. How much weight does it hold? Uh you wanna test it? It might break. Yeah. Yeah, let's give it a try. Oh come on, we're artificers. Breaking things is kind of what we do. Cool. And and Snips taps Snicks on the shoulder and says Fixing things is what we do. Breaking things is what the inventors do. Oh. To be I forgot fair, about I that do difference. both a lot. Okay, well, we're kind of new at this. The breaking okay, so... is called the testing phase. Oh. They pull out a notebook and start writing. Testing phase equals <laughs> breaking things. Because right. if you don't figure out what will break before you start using it for real, then it will break at a bad time. So you have to figure out, actually, maybe I shouldn't be giving this particular advice. All right, I'm it's loading up this cart, though. and we'll see what happens. It I'm turns out that the cart, parts in there. the cart goes down several inches when you put the mech on it. Oh. But you realize it's because the cart has sunk into the regolith bit. Huh. Am I strong enough to push it? Test Try. results? Give me a strength 30. check. 30. Strength check. Okay. It's a very high... Thing because you're pushing a stone defender. Yeah. <laughs> you're talking tonnage here. Um, I've got a 6 plus 7 for a 13 on that. Okay, you managed to push it a few inches. Ugh. You push it enough for the it to be obvious that the cart is not broken. Snips, okay, it's, it's, go ahead. Snips and Snicks are thrilled, uh, but the mech is not moving. All right, this uh, the cart didn't break. It can hold this weight, at least for now, but the wheels aren't quite... Uh, big enough, I guess. I can try my invention. <laughs> Do I want to know? <laughs> sure. It's a what's rocket your engine. 
how is oh let's no. not oh no let's maybe nah. not the rocket push cart snips pulls out a device that looks not unlike a thermos huh it's the right size to be a thermos okay. so uh this looks like a thermos but uh please be advised do not drink the liquid inside of it oh yeah it's gear grinder special it's gear grinder special uh-huh Apparently, you can drink it if you dilute it, but only if you feel like dying. And they go to the back of the cart and smack it surprisingly hard against the base of the platform of the push cart. And it sticks. Uh oh Oh, weird. Hmm. Who wants to give it a try? Okay, I know I said we probably shouldn't do this, but if we are doing this, then I absolutely want to be the one to do this. Okay, uh, you're going to want to hold on to the handles of the push cart. Someone's going to need to steer it. So you need two people? Uh, no, just one. Just one. Okay. I mean, you could have two people, but if you both try to steer in different directions, uh, you might just end up going yeah, straight. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kroma, you sure you want to do this? Nope. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> I suspect that you're saying nope as you're grabbing onto the handrails. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing: as a DM, I am aware that Dungeons and Dragons has rules for vehicles. But I don't know what skill check that is. Huh. Um. Hmm. Usually, I think it's vehicle proficiencies. And I do not have proficiency in any vehicles. Okay. But it is an artificer invention. So I'm going to say that you may roll an investigation. Oh, excellent. A 19. Okay. You realize, right as the rumbling, vibrating sensation goes up through the cart and into the handles for it that you're gripping. Um, it's not a white knuckle grip because you can't see like the blood through scales. So it's just a regular knuckle grip. Uh, you realize that maybe you should pull your goggles down. So you do. Oh. And then you are moving at considerable speed <laughs> towards the base entrance. Um, at one point, and I'm saying this because you got a 19, you do in fact lift off. You also, because it was only a 19, managed to do an unexpected barrel roll. But you do end up going through the front door just as a different kobold was opening it to do something else. Oh no, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. Yeah, that's all they hear as you go past. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Actually, no, I rolled a three for them. You are able to finish your entire sentence because they are holding on to the side of the mech. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, um, sorry? It's okay. I was only trying to go to the bathroom, but I don't need to go anymore. Oh, I really need to finish um, those, that dumb prestidigitation toolkit. <laughs> <laughs> you already have inspiration because you haven't spent it. You tried earning it again like three times last week. I was editing the episode today for crying out loud. I think half of the out of context quotes either were from out of your mouth or someone talking about you from last week. Gosh, it could be, yeah. Um, uh, all right. I think I can probably figure out how to stop this, I hope. It runs out of fuel and just peters to a stop. Oh, excellent. Fantastic. And the inside of the base isn't regolith. So you're able to, well, not you, you're five, but 
let's say, a different kobold with a strength that's a bit higher <laughs> than yours, uh, right. significantly higher when than five, is, <laughs> yeah. is able to push it slowly down whatever hallways need to be pushed. Yeah. You've gotten it over the difficult terrain. All right. Where is this thing going, Chroma? Um, to the lab areas. Okay. Lead the way. I'll follow you. You should also take some time out to talk to the gnome about the foci. Right. Yeah. We can dump this first and then do that, or we can split and up. Then and then I get to cast Identify. Her. Right, I think. All right, let's just get this somewhere where um, uh, nobody else is going to mess with. You have found historically that putting a sign on any device and saying it belongs to Chroma usually prevents it from being messed with. Right. And I'm kind of like also thinking <laughs> I don't really I don't really want Sniv to commandeer this thing. You know? Oh, it doesn't matter. Putting a sign on something and saying it belongs to Chroma <laughs> prevents enough. anyone from messing with it. Now, it might be because Chroma has a reputation for the kind of inventions that she enjoys. We don't know. It could be because everyone knows who Chroma's mom is. We don't know. <laughs> it could be both. We don't know. Archbeth is saying both.gif. Yes. Yeah, you're it probably could right. Be because where is the turret hidden? We don't know. I did say the turret was going to try to climb inside this mech at some point. <laughs> Is it traumatized now? <laughs> well, the turret needs to be summoned for that. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. Uh, so you're able to uh, deposit the mech in a convenient location in an area that Chroma has cordoned off for her own projects for research and development. I'm going to assume that's in character. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it right. is. So I think we got all the pieces and should be good when you get to it. Right. We can work on it later. I'm going to go over there for 10 minutes. Over there? Over there. <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to go over there for 10 minutes because artificers are not ritual casters, I think. Actually, maybe. Let me double check. I've been playing other classes and I forgot whether I'm a ritual cast whether I can cast ritual spells I have prepared as rituals like clerics can and oh yes yes I can I am in fact a ritual caster so I can go over there and take 10 minutes and not use a spell slot to cast identify one of these days I'm going to make a character that is a ritual caster but never cast spells as a ritual because who has time for that <laughs> <laughs> So they they cast the ritual in six seconds, blowing a spell slot, and then hang around for ten minutes thinking about what they've done. <laughs> and, Ellie, that is a wonderful joke that you've put in there. A note from Chroma, this area is mine, and someone painted a D at the end of that. <laughs> hey, that was once! Okay, no, that was twice, but... I love this game. Time was an accident. I love this game. I love how quickly we fall into yes and. <laughs> okay. So everyone hangs around awkwardly mm-hmm. while you cast Identify for 10 minutes. Some people waiting to catch you or shield themselves from your head exploding because they're expecting it to happen based on previous conversations. And what happens instead is you learn that this thing in your hand it has incredibly strong conjuration magic embedded in it. It is giving off a lot of arcane power 
and probably could be used as a reasonable power source. Oh, wow. Okay, these these readouts are, um... Wow. Okay. Um... Also, even though it's less than the size of your head, no one should consume it. <laughs> so, I reiterate, this does not go in anything's mouth, but it can be used as a power source. Okay, that sounds like good news. Like, what's it going to power? Um, the moon. Movement thingies that don't require uh helms, like like the moon. Probably not the moon itself because I don't think we should be moving the moon again. Circulus kind of needs it. But you didn't can... we head down to the planet so that we could find something to power the lock? Well, yeah, but. We're not going to move the moon around. We're going to, like, miniaturize the uh, thing and put it in a ship, maybe. I'm already Maybe confused. several ships once we find some blue smoke. But can you, like... So that Neri won't Never mind. have to use <laughs> all her mind. spell slots anymore. I mean, yes, it could power the moon. But also, there are logistical issues with having the moon go where the moon is not supposed to go. Okay, what about that? You... What about that hemisphere? That's what I was talking about. Well, yeah, that's what I was talking about too. But are we sure we're talking about the same thing? I'm never sure when yes. Grandma goes on one of these rants, you know. <laughs> or at least I thought we were talking about the same thing. But maybe I just don't understand. Was the hemisphere involved in moving the moon? It yes. can be. That's what the gnome told us. Should we and go I, get the gnome? I, and mean... I think it was also uh, what closed the crystal sphere off. I think Zex has a good idea. Yeah, when I'm, I'm gonna confused. Go... I ask yeah. questions. I'm gonna go find what was yeah. her name again? Bright Bindle Brightlight. That's it. Yeah, I'm gonna go find her. See if she'll come over and talk to Kuroma because honestly, I don't understand either one of them when they get like this and can't help other than that. So I'm going to go find her. Check Marwise's library first. Yeah, okay. And I'll go there first. Okay. Uh, so when you go to Marwise's library, uh, your first thought is that Bindle is not there. You see a rows upon rows of bookshelves filled with books. You don't know how many trips were taken back and forth between the surface of the planet and the moon, but it must have been significant. Or maybe someone blew a wish spell because that's a lot of books that are up here. At this point. I uh, have gate as well. I'm sorry? Marwise has gate as well. Ah, there you go. Uh, matter of fact, it looks like there's so many books here they haven't all been cataloged because there's a huge pile of them on that table over Oh, no. No, that's where Bindle is. Oh, good. I found Bindle you. Bindle has not intentionally, probably, formed a fortress of books around herself. <laughs> but... Just in the act of making sure there was a significant number of books within arm's reach of her, she has, in fact, formed a fortress of books around herself. All right, so I walk over to the book fortress, and, uh, hey, uh, Bindle, Chroma's back, and she's got some shiny thing, and she's talking about stuff I don't understand. You want to go see about that? You see a small, well, you're all small, so small. you see a regular-sized head peek up from over the crenellations. Uh, with a pair of goggles with five different reading lenses arranged in various spots around them. And of course, this magnifies the eyes like crazy. Okay, there's a look. 
you found a shiny thing? It's not a mirror, is it? No. Nope. I mean, mm-hmm. you'd be the third person to come to me today and say you found a shiny thing and it turned out to be a mirror. No, it's definitely a mirror. not a mirror. It's not okay. a mirror. It's some kind of crystal thing and I don't it really It better not be it. a flashlight. I mean, my last name is Brightlight, but that's no. not my area of expertise. <laughs> no, I know what a flashlight is. I know what it does. This ain't it. This is something else we found. Okay. I sh- it's like really powerful and I can't keep up with Chroma talking about it, but you can, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to jump to conclusions, but word got out that I'm an expert and there's apparently a lot of junior technicians calling themselves artificers running around the base right now. Yeah, we and, met them. Some of them. They're a little weird. And they keep asking me to take a look at things. Some of them are actually very nifty little inventions. Like, did you see the, the folding push cart? That's kind of neat. Yeah, we used it to uh, haul a big, essentially a mech into where Chroma's stuff goes, you know? And um, they used a fuel source of some kind and it, it went real well and other times they try to make spacesuits out of gophers they did tell us about that i find it disturbing but yeah whatever. it's a good thing but i anyway, taught them how to if, unionize i yeah i don't understand that either but if you if we leave chroma in there long enough she's going to start doing stuff and maybe you want to help with that before you that realize happens. i'm the wrong person to convince to not do things right yeah <laughs> uh i don't know i figured the two of you have things in common that, like I said, just goes over my head. So I'm letting you know. Okay. It's got well, this thing and it's going to do, it does something and I don't. Okay. Well, I'll be right out. Give me a second. And the okay. head goes back underneath. You you are fairly certain you hear the sound of someone descending a flight of stairs. <laughs> well, she had to have some means of getting up to the crenellations. Right. That's, that's some book castle you built yourself there. I needed to organize them somehow. Now, uh. Hold on a second. And a bunch of the books swivel out, and it's a drawbridge. Wow. Does Marways know you did that with the books? Maybe don't tell her? I won't tell her. As the person who plays Marwise just stays silent in the background. <laughs> in my head, Ken, I could just imagine, like, all eyes turn, and there's Marwise standing right behind Bindle. <laughs> She's right behind me, isn't she? Uh, do I see her? I will leave that up to Cindy. Okay. So I look to see if Marwise is standing behind Bindle. And... Bindle, out of my library now. Yeah, yeah, she's behind you. Right. Oh, look at the time. I need to uh, investigate a shiny thing. Yes, that is yep. what I need to do. That's right. It's been wonderful. Uh, thank you for letting me browse the books. Very informational. Okay, I'm going to kind of start gently and, pushing and, and Bindle is saying this as she is very quickly making a beeline for the door. Okay, good, good. So next I'm going to go try to find where Kevin went, because we left him here somewhere. Maybe he's helpful. He knows that stuff, too. Often helpful, but currently Kevin is at full Kevin capacity. Right, but, I mean, Sex might not quite get that yet, you know? Okay. Uh, give me an an investigation check. Okay, check. <laughs> I got a three plus one for a four. Yeah, you have no idea where Kevin is. Not a clue. Okay, You're not well, entirely sure I'll... Kevin knows where Kevin is. Right. <laughs> well, I'll just go back to where everybody else is, and if I see him along the way, then I'll see if he wants to come. Okay. Bindle! Bindle, 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 look! The planar foci all merged into one uh, me- mega focus, I guess. I mean, it's not probably not bigger than the others were, or else they were very small, and I don't think they were very small. And I'm... Well, 
from context, I'm pretty sure it's the planar foci, and also it's giving off incredibly powerful conjuration magic readings, so um, since most planar magic is conjuration, that would also suggest it's the right thing. I have no idea how they merge together, though. See, this is what I meant, Bindle. I don't understand why you're confused by any of this, to be honest. I mean, it just seems like common to me. Uh, may I see that? Uh-huh. Okay, and Bindle uh, takes the foci and holds it in front of her face, adjusts her goggles, um, and when she flips a lever, the goggles go dark. That's a lot better. Uh, yeah, this is powerful. We should probably drop it in that invention you've got downstairs. See if it works. What invention? The, the, the thing hemisphere. That the oh, thing that we okay, were told yeah. not to talk about too much out loud. Oh, yeah, okay, I got it. All right. What, you were told not to talk about it? Well, it was impressed upon me that it was a secret and that I shouldn't let people know that it's up here on the moon. Anyway, okay. let's go down there and uh, try it out. Okay, that sounds like an excellent idea. We are definitely going to learn something. All right, so you head down to the mechanism that has started to be referred to as the lock, and you find that there are three familiar faces there. One of them is Kevin. Oh, there he is. Hi, Kevin. And two of them are also familiar. Snicks and Snips. Oh. Oh, hey. I didn't realize the junior artificers were down here, too. They, uh, they kind of were having questions about this, so I was trying to answer as best I could. Uh, you know we were told to keep it a secret, right? To keep it a secret from people on the planet. We're not on the planet. And anyway, they're kobolds. This is theirs, right? Isn't that how it works? I mean, that's uh, how it should know. work, but also there is capital P politics involved for um, reasons. So, um... Oh, I never pay attention to capital letters, usually. He's actually right. Proofreading his work is atrocious. Oh, well, probably writes better than me. It's not so much lack of capitalization. It's not even lack of punctuation. It's that the punctuation is somewhat random. Look, I figure if I just put enough periods on the paper, they'll sort themselves out. It doesn't work that way. I don't know. Anyway, um, we have important experiments to conduct. Ooh, you want to try the rocket car again? <laughs> Is that what it's called now, the rocket car? <laughs> uh, well, if you combine the inventions, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Otherwise, the it's just a cart and a rocket. And I suggest a mechanism that lets you uh, cut off the uh, fuel before it entirely runs out. And uh, also, um... I'm not sure you can really extinguish gear grinder special once it's ignited. Then maybe something that only lets a little bit of it in at a time. Snips So that you can eyes. cut off the flow and... Snips and does not need goggles. Haven't I? Snips does not need goggles to make their eyes look incredibly large. When you suggest only using a little gear grinder at a time, you can do that? <laughs> this changes everything. Well, not everything. Today is still a Tuesday. But it changes everything else. <laughs> I thought today was Monday. It changed that too! <laughs> oh no. Alright, so, I'm just uh, going to move out of the way and watch what happens. I, I, I know it's not usually my job to get people back on track, usually the opposite of that, but didn't you come down here to do an experiment or something? Right, right, right. Um, so, um, 
Right. Goes, you do go uh, work on the rocket car, and I will I'll get to the important thing with the shiny thing. Oh, no, we're staying here. I want to see if something explodes. If something explodes, we're probably all going to die, so, um... Yeah, I don't want to miss that. Huh? You, you know she means us, too, right? Yeah, I've never encountered that before. Yeah, oh, you got no. a point. I did not entirely hear that. It's probably oh, no. for the best. Oh, no. So, Bindle takes the folk eye and goes over to something that looks like Wait. a large cup. Oh, no. This okay. is in character. Neary okay, okay, okay. has heard this and is wandering off. Uh-oh. Should we get behind the blast shield? There's a blast shield? You have one? We, we uh, should have one. We should? I could, <laughs> I could summon a thing and we could hide behind it. Let's I mean, that. that could work, but the thing is, if this oh, no. explodes... um. The best blast shield we could use would be the moon, and it might not work. Okay, do you have any way of, like, making sure it's not going to blow up before you put it in the thing? Oh, yeah, sure. And Bindle drops it in the cup and presses a button. Yikes. Okay. Kevin is in the corner with his eyes closed and his fingers in his ears. Yeah. It seems we have not blown up. No, not yet. Snacks holds his teleportation staff very close to his chest. I'm going to go check the um, coordinate thingy and the controls and such and see if it uh, is properly receiving power now. Uh, Well, there's a bunch of dials and stuff that are lit up that weren't lit up before. Oh, interesting. You start to become aware of of a sound like electronic devices powering up. You might hear the sound of a, a cooling fan somewhere deep within the innards of this contraption. Zax, my head hurts. The sound of a hamster What's wheel going moving on? slowly. Wait, you what happened, Neri? I find myself sympathizing with Sniv. Oh no. That's a nightmare. <laughs> Sniv, isn't that the, the guy who's sound. in charge of all this stuff? Uh, yes. yeah. He seems like a nice guy. Sighs a lot. Yeah, really a lot. I think he needs more air. Well, <sighs> we are on the moon. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the two of you could build something that would give him more air. Well, I'll add that to I list. have designs for something that does that. Canonically, you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, Neri, I feel like maybe there was more to that sentence. There is, but I shouldn't talk about it here. Okay. So, um, I think it's working. Can I make any sense of the dials? Give me an investigation check. A 13. I'm you using are... my inspiration. I'm using my inspiration. Okay. I am. Uh... Okay. Oh, the thir- that's not so good. The 13. You are aware that it is not. I'm going to use my flash of genius. Okay. Which <laughs> will let me add another four at least, which will get it above a 15. Okay. A 17. You're not going to know all the intricate details, but you are aware it is powered up. It is not about to explode. You seem to be doing pretty well uh, in that regard. And the dials are saying that it is in the process of doing something. Now, what that something is... Something's activated. Yeah, it's working. Is it working the way we want it to work? Depends on what you want it to do. I know what it's doing. What's it doing? So, remember the small version of this thing that is down on Flotsam? Ah, it's hiding the crystal sphere again. And it's helping you, right, Kevin? I'm cut off. Huh? I don't hear the other Kevins. There we go. Does your bag of holding still work like a bag of holding? 
Um, mine does. I don't Hers, know. no. Oh, I mean, oh, wait a minute. I mean, now. I, I don't think we should test that in here. I have a hammer sack. Yeah, I, I have, have a, a bag of holding. It doesn't have a lot in it right now, but I don't think that's really your question, is it? Well, well, I think I know what Kevin's talking about. Uh, my invention stops any kind of uh, extra-dimensional pocket spaces or teleportation or telepathy, which is why well, no, if Kevin we're going is to conscious all again. Teleportation everywhere, or I really need to call my mom. How? Oh. Because if it's turned that off, unless you've got a thing called a phone, which is an invention that one of the other gnomes made at the Augmented Enclave, long story, don't t- worry about it, then it's not going to work. But, um, okay, I, I'm not able to make a lot of sense of these readings. It's using units of measurement that I haven't seen before, so I'm going to have to do some computations for that. Easiest thing to do is, if one of you has an extra-dimensional space, check it. But not your bag of holding. I know that's a bag of nope now. Right, I was there. Right. Hey, um, hey, Zach, so let me stick a hand in your bag of holding. Sure, here. I throw it. Catch. It works like a bag of holding. Aha! All right. So that's good. Uh, that means that mm, it looks like the crystal sphere is locked. I mean, that's what this says. What? I've only been in Zenosha's library for about a day, so I don't know a whole lot about the crystal sphere, but it's hard to wrap my head around those dimensions. But this means no one can get in or out, right? If it's locked? Right. That's the impression we have. Is the iris open? The what now? Sorry, that was an out-of-character joke. My my staff will let me take a short teleportation journey. Should we try that? I mean, you can. To see if it works? Or is the the extra-dimensional space... uh, I'm not sure how to finish that. (laughs) So, um, Snips and Sniv. Not Sniv. Snicks and Snips. I named them specifically similar to Sniv. Because they're they're both names that Cindy has said at some point, I'm sure. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Snicks and Snips have been very quiet. Something wrong? So, uh, could you turn it off, please? Why? I I don't like it. Why not? Could, could you turn it off, please? I mean, does this button turn it off? No, 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 don't touch that! They've already pressed it, nothing happened. Uh, what about- Stop touching things! I'd, I'd I'm like picking up that one and walking away from the reach you know, out of range check. of them. By the way, I am trying there. to make an intimidation check. That's I'm fair. just moving them. Solves this. Give me a grapple check. Grapple check? What would that be exactly? Uh, give me a strength right. check. Okay. God. I so got should a I roll intimidation seven. or no? You, you go to pick them up and there's a bit more heft to them than you would expect from the average kobold. Wait now, if you're going up against someone like Gox, it's an even match in many cases. So, uh, even when Gox is in kobold form. Right, right. But but I would have, like, this Zach's isn't, trained with this Gox. This isn't a barbarian, kinda... this is an artificer. Yeah. All and right. they are able to resist your grapple. You try to pull them away, they don't go. I'd really like this to be off so... now. So should wait, I wait, intimidation wait, wait, wait. or no? Hang Something's on. really wrong here. Roll what you want to roll. What does Stop Kevin have to say about this? things. Stop messing with the important, dangerous device that neither of you understand, and I know for a fact that neither of you understand it, because you have just become artificers, and I don't fully understand this thing. Chroma, I don't think that's a kobold. Oh, oh, that would explain it. 
And There's a lot of things that need to be explained. Drawn. I'm sorry, what? Oh, okay. And we've been playing for just over an hour. What do you say we take a short break? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Especially since Matt has to go get Paige. Yep. That too. That works. <laughs> but not the Paige that we've had in podcast. home by 5 or 10 after 10. Okay. All right. All right. Be well. I will just see I will be back. Okay. And so will we. Pressing buttons. We're back in outer space. Yay! And where we left off, Neri had a thought that maybe this cobalt artificer was not, in fact, a cobalt artificer. Unfortunately, we figured out Chroma was actually a pod person. <laughs> wait. No. <laughs> Different artificer. No, wait a minute. Zax had the thought, and Neri trusted Zax. Right. Because I tried to pick him up and couldn't, and that's never happened with a cobalt. Well, it happened with Gox, but well, that's Gox technically though. isn't I knew a cobalt. Why. No. <laughs> Gox is a dragon. Right. So that one she understood, but this, this doesn't make sense unless this one's a dragon too. There, there are a few cobalts that can give you a run for your money because you, know, you hang out with them at the gym on occasion. Right. Artificers don't tend to hang out at the gym. They lift books. Right. If artificers are very heavy, it's usually because they're carrying things. Or wearing half plate. True. <laughs> or carrying things while wearing half plate. Right. But typically that's visible. Uh-huh. Also true. So, Neri, anyway. you go first with a 23. I am not going to fire. Instead, I'm going to say step away from the button. Whoever you are, I want to see your hands. My, and I'm my holding hands my are, action. My hands are right here. I, I just, I'd like this to be off now. Chroma? Snap, snap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look... If if something from the dark places between the stars got into your heads or something, we can talk about this and we can see if 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 we can fix the bad feelings. Uh, but you need oh, to stay away from oh, the Oh, you think you think that's what's going on? Oh, no, 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 that's not what's going on at all. No, 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 no. Those are those are really dark. No, no, no. We have nothing to do with that. Uh, but we would like this to be off now. This is going to help keep all those cobalt safe. Can you can you explain why you want it to be off? Subjective feelings are okay. I can write those down in the notes too. Also, um, I'm going to cast Sanctuary on myself now just to be safe. Okay, that would be an action. That's a bonus action. Okay, well, that's a bonus action. Still something you're doing on your turn because yes. we are an initiative. Mm-hmm. Chroma is well. spending her action um, trying to cajole them into giving her more information. That sounds like persuasion. Kind of. You ever be in a cage? Kind of feels like that. Actually, I think it feels kind of nice. No one asked you, Kevin! <laughs> that was kind of rude, actually. You'd think I'd be used to that by now. Hey, Kevin, out of curiosity, can you hear anybody else? Uh, Outside of this room? In... Nope. Huh. I told you it's working. Hmm. I mean, they say it's a cage. I think of it as a soundproof booth. Yeah. Like so what's outside the cage? You get to be yeah. you for right now. I mean, I'm always me, but now I'm just me, not the rest of me. Exactly. 
that makes much more sense in my head than when I say it out loud. I think we. No, I get it. Me too. I think I think we kind of. Well, I kind of get it. So everybody else probably gets. Speaking of getting it, Zach's. Hmm. Anything you want to do? You are oh, still. Yep. For all intents and purposes, you are still currently hugging Snips. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just can't move Snips, right? <laughs> So no, far? it was a failed check. Okay. Um, Unless you tell me you're letting go, then I'll say fine. But... No, I'm not. I'm going to rage, just in case any shenanigans go on. And uh... What happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? Let's find <laughs> this out. <is> it. <laughs> We're going to find I, out eventually. Actually, that was my Thursday game. I stopped a Baba Yaga hut with an immovable rod and a significant amount of rope. Oh, God. <laughs> It, it was an imperial walker. Are you moment. holding an immovable rod? That's an amazing. <laughs> There's an image. Yeah. Yeah. And then it bit its tongue. Long story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So. So I'm raging, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna. That's a bonus action. Yeah. Um. So now that I'm level ten, I have this thing called intimidating presence. You're going and to try to, to scare them. I'm going to try to scare them. So Chroma's playing good cop. I'm playing bad cop. <laughs> I guess. If it were a movie. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so they have to succeed on a wisdom saving throw of DC 11 or be frightened until the end of my next turn. Wisdom saving throw DC 11? Yeah, that's what it says. I rolled exactly an 11. Ugh. All right. That's for one Fine. of them. Oh, there's two. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm only holding They said one, they were though. brothers. The other one got a nine. Okay, so that one's afraid of me now. <laughs> and um, we'll be frightened until the end of my next turn. And I can use my action to extend the duration of this effect each turn until they get more than 60 feet away. Okay. So I think for now I'm going to do that because I think Chroma's going to be mad if I start doing anything else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> JR. Get away from the button. <laughs> uh, so... Interesting enough, you have not scared the one you're hugging. No. You have scared the one that was over there going, well, if you're going to just hug over there, I'm just going to reach over and press this button up. And maybe I won't. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just going to I'm just going to stand here and think about where my other pants are. Okay, so intimidating presence worked. On one of them. On one of them. Yes. It is JR's turn. Now they see that Neri has an arrow ready to go and Zax tends to not be a hugger. Right. <laughs> so physical contact with Zax usually means combat. So JR has readied their shield and Morningstar, and they are standing in front of Snacks. Is that the one I'm holding? That can't be the one I'm holding. It's the no, other Sna- one. Snacks is on your no, side. No, that's the, yeah. Okay. That's the wizard over there. They're all like one letter off and I'm dyslexic. I can't do this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. Oh, I've, I've, I've stopped looking at my notes because the... The other two, the S brothers. I'm just going to call them the S brothers. Okay. Yeah, because I can't, I can't make that yeah. work in my head. <laughs> you know? Well, you realize that this curse has started from season one with Gox and Sox. Yes, I know. And, <laughs> I and know. his familiar fox. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the supplements that I'm making with all the magical items and stuff for... Dungeons and Dragons, which you can get on Itch.io right now. Just saying. Um, that kobold, his name is Mox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a paladin. 
He took a <laughs> correspondence course. <laughs> it's it's still funny every time I say it. Uh, so that is Cogbucket's <laughs> turn. Well, Gr. Anyway, Zenosha. Okay, we haven't actively started fighting yet, so this is the opposite of a surprise round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So to prepare, I think I'm just going to activate Symbiotic Entity, make sure I have my stick on the ready, and just get ready. So it's a bunch of kobolds, but one of them is now a lot bigger. Uh-oh. And smells faintly of oh, mushrooms. Geez. Oh, wait, we're talking about... Yeah, <laughs> never mind. Actually, I'm like, wait a minute. Actually, let's be fair. Zenosha always smells faintly of mushrooms. Oh. <laughs> now she smells non-faintly of mushrooms. Yes. You wouldn't think mushrooms are a good source of protein, but the way Zenosha just bulked up. <laughs> that seems that like is, maybe it is. That is a significant <laughs> amount of protein. <laughs> okay, so the S brother that is currently being hugged. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang not on. their turn. No, it's not. It is not being hugged? No, it's not their turn. Oh, you were holding your action. No. Zacks and Snacks go at the same time. Uh, uh, Zenosha and Snacks go at the same time. Oh. I got a five. Oh, so yeah. Oh, I didn't put in your number. Darn. <laughs> I just figured oh. I just figured Zenosha got a much higher number. <laughs> nope, nope. Okay. I can't it, it was it was a much higher volume of 5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the old Intel processors where they got the the processor yep. wrong, so for very high numbers it ended up being way off. Mhm. So someone remind me each turn that Zenosha and Snacks are going at the same time because I'm not going back and putting these numbers in again for the combat tracker. And I cannot ed- edit. Okay. So, Snacks, what do you do? Uh, I am confused. What is wrong with our friends? Well, this one's not really a kobold. Are we... He's disguised? Um, Kinda. I mean, I can pick up pretty much any kobold and I can't pick him up. Something's wrong. Maybe hmm. his shoes are very heavy. I don't think it's his shoes, but that's a good suggestion. Perhaps. I'm barefoot. <laughs> it was a good guess. No, it really wasn't. You can you can see my toes. I thought uh, maybe they were this... sandals. They're not. <laughs> that, uh... well, I guess I should ask, are there an, is there an immovable rod? You uh, know? Not after the incident. Well, here's what we'll do. We'll try something safe. I will target a spell on the... I forget which one uh, Zax is hugging. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I will target a dispel magic on the one that Vax is hugging, and if there's any magical spells that he's under, well, perhaps they'll go away. That seems okay. reasonable. And if he's not, then nothing happens. Okay. Um, Zenosha, you are no longer hugging a small kobold. It Zax, wasn't me. No, um, Zax. Not Zenosha. You're right. Um, Zax. Zax. One Zax. They begin with a Z. Right. For crying out loud. I know. We can't get around <laughs> yeah, it. We have... <laughs> We have three characters in this room whose name begins with an S, and I had to screw up a character whose name begins with a Z. Yeah. I'm so glad I picked an N. <laughs> Sniv shows up and says, what is going on? <laughs> Everyone attacks Sniv. What did I do? No, no, not Sniv. <laughs> Snacks. What did I? No, not Snacks. Yeah. Attack the big one. What did I do? No, not Oh my. Zax is no longer holding a small kobold. What am I holding? Um, whatever they're holding is a medium size. Is it a nope? It's not a nope you've seen before. But it is a nope. There is 
There is a zero number of tentacles. You're welcome. That still doesn't sound like no, it's not a no. Oh, actually, oh, that's wow. not a no. That's kind I... of cute, actually. I mean, Roma, don't to, make each friends own, to each their own, this creature uh, stands medium height, so human height, except they're much wider. Uh, their torso starts lower to the ground, and their shoulders are a bit higher than what a human's shoulders would normally be at, and they're sort of hunched over. Their arms are long enough to reach all the way down to the ground, so that if they wanted to walk on all fours while standing upright, they actually could. Lots of spikes on their shoulders, and a mohawk of spikes on their head, and their face looks kind of like a worst frog. Well done, Snacks. I'm going to take my action, if that's okay. I mean, you were holding it for a reason. That is I, not a cobalt. I, I don't that's recognize what I was saying. <laughs> I will say that with Do an arcana mean? check of 11, you right. are definitely able to establish that this is not a cobalt. Not a cobalt. What about an 18? <laughs> As an 18, so you've been dealing recently with nopes from the dark spaces between the stars. The, the star spawn is what they're usually collectively referred to as <laughs> legends and lore about old gods usually fit in with that particular aspect of it. But there are other nopes from other places. And this is one of those. Uh, this is a variety of being. And you don't know everything about these beings, but this is a variety of being called a slod. Oh, from the plane of chaos. Exactly. Uh, they weren't always <laughs> not salad, Matt. <laughs> slod. <laughs> uh, they weren't always from there. But Primus, the god of um, order and law, but also the god of um, monodrones and all those, <sighs> really, really. <laughs> I'm looking at these shifts. <laughs> and I, I'm proud of Cindy, but I'm so disappointed in Matt. <laughs> not salad. Do not eat. Not sa Yes, do not eat the slot. <laughs> <laughs> but is it a green slot? <laughs> Primus also does not have a rock band, although you assume that if he did, it would sound pretty nice. Um, but he tried to put a bit of order on the planet Chaos, and the result was slots. There is some order to them, but they're from the planet of Chaos, so they do enjoy a bit of chaos. They're kind of like kobolds in that regard, only a lot more death-y. Matter of fact... You know that some slods can kill you by turning you into one of them. Oh, did um, did you both get um, slodified? I mean, I don't think that necessarily means we have to fight. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, still trying to talk like a cobalt. Are you going to turn this off? Yes, carefully. Then turn it off. Okay, slightly against my better... Oh, it's not my turn. Um, Te Technically, it's Neri's oh, turn because yeah. they were holding their action. Yeah, she was. Yeah, it is. And Neri doesn't give a care about turning it off. Does a 19 hit? Uh, it does. Neri? I didn't hear that. I didn't either. It hits. Then I do 14 damage and I order my parasite to attach. Okay. Neri? It's the happiest little Metroid just they're not floating over a jellyfish. They're not, they're not horrible eldritch nopes. They're, they're swads. They're from the plane of chaos. They're sort of like 
a little bit of order in chaos, but they're from the plane of chaos. They're That's just extra planar beings. Here. So you have successfully damaged the slot. Uh, and now that you've used your... Well, you, that was your first attack. <laughs> oh, I used my second attack to order the parasite oh. to attack. Oh, okay. that makes sense. So yeah, it, it latches on. Okay, so... Um, Huggy yeah, that's doing one damage per round. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I don't need to hug it anymore because we know what it is. Okay, and you know, so I'm gonna let go because <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to do anything from. I mean, well, you it's can... bigger now. What am I supposed to do with that? You know. Um, well, plus if I let they... go, I can use my hammer. So you're saying you don't contest when they try to move their arms out of your grip? I'm gonna hit them with my hammer. I need my arms. But it's not your turn. I don't. Ah. Okay, then I'm going to wait for my turn before I do that. Okay. Well, I understand the confusion. I said Huggy yes. McHuggersons, and you thought you I was did. talking about the hugger. Right. I'm talking about the huggy. Okay, see, that's why I was confused. And not the diaper. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes. All right, now I get um, it. So this being cast Fireball. Oof. Everyone Fire. make a deck save. Oh, boy. Target number is 15. I got an 18 plus 3, 21. So that's a 24 for me. I got a 12. 30, 20. I'm also slightly resistant to fire damage because of my armor. 30, 20 for snacks. Cogbucket JR got a 9. Oh. oh no. Oh no. And Kevin and Bindle are both in this room too. Mm. Oh no. Absurdly, because we haven't had a long rest, everybody in the party still has the four temporary hit points. From the Horn of Heroism. Oh. Those disappeared when we leveled up on the character sheet. I will put it back. Oh. <laughs> do do yeah. points stack? No, no, they don't. No. Okay. Because I got a lot more from a symbiotic entity. Yeah, if the, if you've got if you got more temp hit points for something else, use that. Use those. No, I'm just saying everybody in the everybody in the party should have four temporary hit points from the uh from the Horn of Heroism because we haven't had a long rest yet. The good news is JR is still standing. What's okay. the bad news? 29 points of damage. Bindle and Kevin are both down. 29. Oh. Uh, I reduced it by a half and they're still save? down. 29 okay. with a failed save? With a failed save. With a successful save, you okay. are looking at 14. Okay. I'm looking at 7. I cast Absorb Elements. All right. Chroma takes and Chroma returns. Chroma. I appreciate your desire to make friends with everything, but it's a being from the plane of chaos, and fundamentally, we're ordered beings. I'm chaotic good. Yeah, this yeah. thing don't have the good part. <laughs> that part, one could argue, is very integral into you having a peaceful conversation at this point. Also, there may have been room for negotiation, but then somebody shot an arrow in somebody's face. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So that was also a thing. Uh, so the non-hugged kobold, <laughs> who you begin to suspect is also not a kobold because they also shapeshift into a similar being. They did say they were brothers. Um, okay, murder time. Is going up to the Zenosha, and it gets to make three attacks. I'm going to use my reaction as it approaches me. So let me... So I get to do Halo of Spores when it gets into its range. And since I still have Symbiotic Entity activated, I get a double its normal damage. So it is going to take eight poison damage. 
Or necrotic damage. It doesn't like either of those damages. Could you do something else instead? <laughs> no? Okay, well then... Have nope, to take... sticking with necrotic. Okay, fine. Fine, have it your way. Uh, now, they are unfortunately still able to see Zax at this time, and this is the one that Zax intimidated. Mm-hmm. So, although it feels like forever ago, because that was a very slow round <laughs> of negotiations. So, yeah, uh, each does. of their rolls is a disadvantage. Uh, that means this first one... Okay, it's telling me the total number of 2d20. No, it's not totaling this. I'm taking the lower number. Um... It goes for a bite, and I, the lowest was an 18. That's a miss. Level 10, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> and I've actually had a really high AC for a while. It's most of what Marwise gave me aside from the stick. Well, there would have been a nat 20 here, but it isn't, uh, because I also rolled a 19. Still a miss. But that, well, that's on the die. It has plus 9 <laughs> to hit, so that's a 28. That will hit. Okay. You are going to take 10 slashing damage and 7 necrotic damage. And my spores are gone. And for its third trick, that is a 22. That's a hit. It's second verse, same as the first. It's going to be 10 slashing damage and 7 necrotic damage. Marked. Okay. And keep in mind, these were rolls at disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where were these numbers in the Sunday game? I mean, hi. Okay, it is Kevin's <laughs> turn. Kevin is down. No, Kevin. Oh, right. Kevin Kevin is, is down. Uh, that is JR one successful is death not. save. It is Bindle's turn. That is one successful death save. A 17 and a 13 for those keeping track at home. It is not Snacks' turn because I forgot to put Snacks in the initiative. Uh, Neri, you're up. I really am. I do not have any spell slots. I do not have Hunter's Mark. So I am going to regain nine hit points through second wind. Because five levels in fighter. Yep. And then I'm going to put two arrows in the one attacking zone. You cut off. I'm assuming you're... At, <laughs> Probably Zenosha, two, right? Two arrows in, in the one hitting Zenosha. Two arrows in the one hitting Zenosha with a 27 and a 23. Glancing blows. Roll your damage. Nine plus 11 is 20. Noted. Is and that, the, oh. uh, the parasite does its one damage. <laughs> and regains one hit point. Okay. It latched on to the small of the slod's back, so it can't go back and reach it. Its arms are long <laughs> enough, but it can't bend them the right way. It's like trying to put mm-hmm. your elbow in your ear. You can reach your ear, but you Ugh. can't put your elbow in it. And I think that's all your actions, right? That's all my actions. Okay. I, I have nothing left. I'm, I'm blown out after the cave, so... Okay. Chroma. Why? Why do I bother? We don't know either. Yeah, you don't! We asked you to turn it off. And I was saying I would! I don't think my clanmates should die just because a slod turned them into slods. But apparently, oh. other people disagree. Oh, um, you weren't kobolds. These aren't, yeah, they're not kobolds. Think for a minute why they want you to turn it off. What does this the, thing do? The one, the one that currently... planar beings? That's not it. Doesn't it close well, they something? Are. They might be. Doesn't it close something, though? What do you think they're trying to let in? The one that has a mouthful of mushrooms that used to be part of Zenosha's venom form says with a full mouth, We used to be dragonborn, but then they left and you showed up, so we looked like you. Wait a minute. They were spying on us. Oh, no. 
Spying? No, no, we weren't spying. Well, most of us weren't. Most How of many them. more are the? No. How many more of you are there? Uh, well, most of us got taken out by that elephant thing. Might just be us. Oh well. Chroma, don't turn the machine off. Don't turn the machine off. They're trying to let in an army or whatever they have left. Actually, we just don't like how it feels. Well, you can leave. No, regardless. No, we really can't. Why? I don't get it. Chroma. They can't leave Bottom because line, the thing's closed. They were never kobolds. They, they were never kobolds. They never wanted to help us. So, so we jump right to killing them. Haven't killed them when, yet. Yeah. All they did was have... hug one and scare the other so far. And then an arrow got shot at them. I didn't do that. Yes, I know. Yeah, but we're still probably going to eat all of you because of it. See? Oh, you can try. <laughs> you I mean, can take I me to task later. Again. For right now, we need to be I alive. I will take you to task. task later. I am a big fan of allowing talking to be a free action, but right. this is Crowley's turn. Turret. <laughs> turret. <laughs> Protect our turret. This is yes. anime levels of conversation in the middle of the battle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it much more if it wasn't 1053 at night. Yeah. Force turret summoned. Hi! No, no, oh! no, no, no. Protector turret. I Protection said. turret. Okay. It's a grumpy oh one. Oh my gosh. What happened now? <sighs> Looks fireball. like a gnome. A fireball. Oh, let me guess. The human and the gnome over there were standing in the fire, weren't they? Uh, they shouldn't there have been a red thing on the ground for them to see? They never paid attention to that. You got to turn on projected textures. They always turn them off. They say the computer runs better with it off. <sighs> and to, that, do it, to do that, I am expending my last second level spell slot. And I will use my bonus action to um, activate the turret and all friendlies within uh, 10 feet of it are going to get... Um, let me see if that got upgraded when I... Um, well, use checking that. Matt, you're the closest thing we have to a rules lawyer. If mm. someone has zero hit points and we give them temporary hit points, are they back up? Yes, they are. Uh, yeah, officially, uh, I have always played that. Yeah, as long as you have temp hit points, you can still function. And in fact, if there's something that revolves around zero HP, but you still have temp HP, you are still considered conscious. Yeah. Wonderful. If you have temporary hit points, you have hit points. Yep. That, that'll have them back up until the next fireball. Um, let's see. I'm trying. And it cancels out all of the death saves that they've made so far. Yes. That'd be a shame because they have one success each. <laughs> well, yeah, but it'd be better if they had two failures each. And win some, you lose uh, some. And by that, I mean death saves. <laughs> On the average, it's an advantage. Yeah, usually. 1d8 plus 4. So how many temp hit points did we get? Nine. Wait, we got what? Nine temporary hit points because of the ability that Chroma just used. Okay. Is that in addition to the four temp ones? They don't stack, so take the nine. So take the nine. Okay, I understand take now. take the nine. Yeah. It supersedes it. Okay, got it. You go with whichever's highest. Okay. I get it now. It's just numbers are hard for me. Oh, understandable. Yeah. Ooh. And I'm putting nine in for... Why did that go to nine? So my push to talk is control because that's convenient for me. Except any time I press any other key while pressing control. <laughs> Do you know that if you press control and a number key, it takes you to a tab corresponding to that number in your open browser window? 
I, I say this to point out that I was trying to give Cobbucket JR nine temporary hit points, and as soon as I pressed nine while holding control, it took me to the tab with the stats for this slot. Oops. For a moment, oh, no. I was very concerned about what I'd just done to JR. <laughs> useful, and at the same time, not useful at all. And very terrifying. <laughs> Uh-oh. JR just turned into a slot. <laughs> oh, no. That's bad. I don't, I don't think that's physically possible. I think the slot abilities only work on organics. But it I comes with a free Froger. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But please tell me if I get my choice of toppings. You do. <laughs> okay, good. But do they have potassium benzoate in them? That's also bad. <laughs> okay, but that was Chroma's turn. Zax, okay. I suspect you're going to spend less time negotiating. Yeah, yeah, these things can't, they gotta stop, they gotta be stopped. Um, Chroma, don't turn off the machine no matter what. Well, I mean, unless it catches fire or something, but otherwise, don't do it. Um, so I'm gonna, um... Did you um, not hear me acquiescing? You win! All right, all right. So the first thing I'm gonna do is an action. Wait, let me make sure it's not an action. That's an action. Okay, um, all right. So I'm at this moment trying to figure out something I can do that is not going to further anger Chroma, because that's pretty frightening on its own. If, if, um, I, <laughs> if I might interject. Yes. Using your action to attempt to keep them frightened. When I was rolling at disadvantage, I was still rolling consistently over 20. Yeah, that's what I thought. Maybe okay. spend your action trying to mash them into a fine pace. I can do that. All right. Um... All right, so I'm behind this thing, right? I guess. Um, you're adjacent to it. I don't know. It. Okay, I'm adjacent to it, so I'm going to hit it with the hammer of thunderbolts. And I got a 20 plus 12 for a 32 to hit. Okay, roll your damage, but make sure um, make sure you're rolling it as a crit. I think it might have already doubled. What does it say your damage is right now? Um, the box says 4d6 plus 8. Wonderful. It, I thought it would, because I heard someone say this before, it has already figured out that you're doing crit damage. It doubled the die, so you just gotta click it and tell me the total. Okay, clicking the button. Um, it's a total of 18. Okay. So that's my first hit. Now, when it cast Fireball, did it use its hands to do that, or? Um... Yes. I okay. Think. Let me check. Fireball. Yeah, Fireball has verbal, somatic, and material components. Slots don't need the material components to cast <laughs> spells, but it still uses okay. hands. Okay, so if I can like hit its hand and make him not be able to use that one to throw another Fireball at us, that's the plan. Okay. And then I get another turn. Um, going to do a two-hit again. This one's not as good. It's a 5 plus 12 for 17 two-hit. Uh, you just miss. And this time I'm not joking. You actually just miss. Okay. All right. Um, That's my two actions. And do I have anything else? Um, As a bonus action, I'm going to do, um, or I guess start the uh, frenzy attack so that my next turn, um, okay, while in a frenzy, you can make a single melee weapon attack as a bonus action on each of your turns after this one. So I will get three turns next time. Okay. So you've gone from blacksmith hammer to jackhammer. Yep. Yep. And that's the end of my turn. Okay. It is JR's turn. Okay. So JR goes to Zenosha and casts Protection from Good and Evil. So Zenosha, uh, mm-hmm. here's the thing. 
you are protected from certain types of creatures. Aberrations, celestials, elementals, fae, fiends, and undead. Guess what a slot is? Aberration. Bing, bing, bing. You win. Oh, <laughs> good. And as your prize, here's what's going to happen. Creatures of those types have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. You also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Although, I don't really see those things happening this evening. But that is JR's action. Thank Speaking you, JR. Speaking of Zenosha, please do not die. Trying Spe- not to. Speaking of, of Zenosha, it is now Zenosha's turn. And also technically Snacks' turn at the same time. My act of asking you to remind me allowed me to remind myself. Okay, and all my allies have managed to get up off the ground and are moving on their own accord now? Well, not yet, um, because they haven't had a turn yet. But no one is technically down currently. And I still have one of these things right up in my face, so I'm going to pop a healing spirit somewhere where I think people can get to it. And then I'm going to smack this thing with my stick. And do I get pack tactics since JR's right next to me? Um, technically JR came up behind you because they were standing next to Snacks, but I would argue that the brothers were right next to each other, so you get pack tactics not from JR, but from Zax. Regardless, you're getting pack tactics. And I rolled a 19 twice. Ooh. Total of 25. Does 25 hit? Sorry, I was checking something. 25 definitely hits. And I'm going to be imbuing this with a bit of lightning. Just a dash of lightning for flavor. Add lightning to taste. So between the bludgeoning and the lightning, I do a total of 14 damage. It's not a fan. And between laying down the healing spirit in that spell, that's the end of my turn, so snacks. By the way, you don't think it's getting damaged as much by the lightning as it should be. Okay, in that case, I rolled a 9 on the bludgeoning and a 5 on the lightning damage. So okay. adjusted. These are creatures from another plane. Can we send them back? I don't know. Cast Banishment and find out. That sounds like a plan. I will cast Banishment on the one near Zax. Okay. It must make a DC 16 Charisma save. Oh, but these beings that look like worst frogs out of your nightmares are very charismatic. (laughs) I'm, I'm certain not. I hope not. They were on the debate team. Well, they're good at disguise. Play of chaos debate teams. <laughs> I rolled a nat a bit 20. of logical fallacies. So you're not going to be able to figure out this round if the lock prevents banishment from working because I rolled a nat 20. Okay. Uh, banishment, I think, is an action. Probably. That'd be yeah. incredibly I broken think... if banishment was a free action. Was a yeah, reaction or a yeah. bonus action. <laughs> As a bonus action, I send them to another plane of reality to think about what they've done. Well, if they're extra planar, they go home. That's what Quicken that spells are for. <laughs> well, but Snacks do is that. a wizard. <laughs> yes. uh, so I will, if I can move to the healing spirit without getting attacks of opportunity, then I will do so. I would argue that considering how people were placed, since Zenosha specifically said she's putting it somewhere where it, it'd be convenient, it was plopped down almost right on top of you. Then I will go through the healing spirit. And I don't know how much we get from that. It's actually clipping into the turret that Chroma summoned. <laughs> the turret <laughs> is incredibly incensed by this. And the answer is 1d6. I used a low-level spell slot for it. Okay. So who rolls that, me or you? I think you. It doesn't really specify. Okay. Meanwhile, the turret's like, who brought in the holy priest? 
You don't bring in a holy priest for raids anymore. They're not overpowered anymore. They're actually the weakest one. Bring in a disciplined priest. That's why we're here. Okay. Then I will heal a little bit, and that is my turn. When does the healing take place? During the character's turn, specifically? I think it's moving through the spirit, causing them to get healed. Well, right. Oh, moving to the spirit or through the spirit? Moving through it, like moving through a square. So it is during your turn then. Not that it matters for you personally, because you and Zenosha have equal initiative. I'm asking for a friend. A friend named Kevin. (laughs) Kevin. Oh, okay. And a friend named JR. I've used it. I am. My turn is done. I've moved. I have cast a spell. I have no useful bonus actions at this time. Okay. Slot A. Um, Salad A. This is the one with the romaine lettuce. (laughs) And it only works on the green slots. These are gray. But no croutons. And I'm pretty sure that's Caesar dressing. No, no, they're not wearing togas. (laughs) It'd be better if they were. Ellie, thank you. Insert tab A into slot B. <laughs> tab A is referred to as the hammer of thunderbolts. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, they are going to eschew fireball this turn. Instead, they are going to cast zone of truth. No, no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> No one, trust me, no one wants to cast Zone of Truth on Chroma. It'd be a she wasted spell. <laughs> yes, but yeah, it would really be an would. excuse for her to talk even more. It'd be a great distraction from something. <laughs> yeah. You don't need it, though. I know. Just let Chroma talk. <laughs> Ask Chroma any question about any subject, preferably mechanical or arcane in nature. <laughs> or about the value of friendship. <laughs> and for their own sake, the Red Star crew does not want the notion to be under the influence of a zone of truth. Uh, by the way, I have not just been stalling. I rolled a 14 to hit with a bite on oh, Zax. Okay. What, uh, it's just, what's I your remember AC? class 17. Okay, so that's a miss. Yeah. It goes in for a claw. That's a 28. Nope, that's going to hit. Okay, so I get to reduce damage because you're raging. Right. And you're also upset. yeah Uh, so reducing the damage you're going to take five points of slashing damage okay but you're also going to once you put that in put in seven points of damage from necrotic necrotic damage is not reduced okay got it okay and its last attack that is a 21 that'll hit okay um it declares blackjack And doing the math here, you're going to take... I've already reduced everything. It's 12 points damage total for you. Okay. I can do that. Okay. Slod B is wondering why that tab is inserted into it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry! By the way, Slod A did not heal. Because of the little... Neri's little friend sticking to him. That that is an important distinction to make. Oh. Actually, I think it's... I'm I've sticking with the rules that I put down, not necessarily the rules okay. that you shared with me. All right. Hi, Eric. Hello, Hello. Eric, I broke We're the going. curse. I'm not rolling with your dice anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I keep something. rolling 19s and 20s. Good. Something more than 11. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm rolling them with death slots. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs> shouldn't have told you that. Shouldn't have told you that. Okay. So. Shouldn't have said that. Exactly. Uh, so, Slod B is going for Zenosha. It's rolling a disadvantage, thanks to JR. 
That is a nine. That's a miss. Actually, no, I'm wrong. That's not a nine. I'm wrong. I take that back. It It is an 11. Still a miss. Okay. But it was a much better miss. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay. And that is a 15. Miss. And for its last trick, that is a 12. Miss. Okay. So rolling a disadvantage because of Zach's, it still rolled 19s and 20s. Rolling a disadvantage because of JR. <laughs> very different. It's trying its best to hit you, but you don't even have to dodge. Its arms just sort of bend out of the way as it tries to land blows. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you are very infuriating. We get that a lot. Okay. Now for the moment that everyone has been dreading. It is the worst possible situation. And I am here for this content. It's Kevin's turn. <laughs> and it sinks in. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh. okay. Actually, we know what he's going to do. So You do? What's he going I to don't do? Think... Hmm. He's going to run for the healing spirit. I mean, that would make sense because he's at zero hit points with nine temporary hit points. And you already asked about it. Yeah. So, but that's not an action. That's just movement. Yeah, and it's a notion. You said it's 1d6? Yes. Okay. That is four points. Oh, that feels much better. Hey, uh, so I can't talk to the other Kevins right now, but I learned a really cool trick. You want to know what it is? It's a sport I invented. You know, this is probably not the time or the place. Oh, no, no. It's a fun sport. I call it bowling for slod. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> This is technically not something in D&D rules, but I have to shoehorn it in because this is canonically something that Kevin can do in the Mutants and Masterminds campaign. Right. Mm-hmm. The slot is going to have to make a saving throw. Oh, LFA in chat is glorious. Bowling? <laughs> <laughs> Putting spaces between each of the letters. Yes. You see, Kevin. Kevin happens to be a telekinetic. In at least one of his incarnations. In... In multiple incarnations most of Kevin. Most of them, yeah. Yes. Well, I, don't know about I, most, said I said at least. Yes. True. And in the Mutants and Masterminds game that we play, um, a certain someone who GM'd for us, <clears throat> Matt, uh, <laughs> kept throwing Nazis up against us. So Kevin decided, you know, I could use my attack against one. Or I could use my attack to pick one up and toss them at the rest of them. And while I was talking... I rolled a saving throw for the slot. A 10. A 10 is not going to do it. Oh, no. <laughs> now I'm going to roll to hit. Okay, well, my smug face just got changed because that's a 3. Oh. oh. So, the bad news is... So, strike? Wait, no, a strike is good. I don't know how to roll. <laughs> the, the bad news is, Kevin does not, in fact, get to throw one slot into the other slot. But he does still get to is. throw a slot. <laughs> he gets to throw a slot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, let's say he throws the slot 30 feet. What? Which one? Which one? The one he picked up. Which one did he pick up? The one that Zenosha was fighting. Okay. Uh, that's nine points of bludgeoning damage done by a wall. Cool. As an added bonus, it lands in the small concave area that (laughs) Zach's made when he punched down a while ago. When they punched down a while ago. Hey, that hole in the ground was useful. Look at that. Yeah, I I was totally aiming for that and not the other slot. <laughs> I mean, this is it, embarrassing. 
He's stuck, I think, so... Mm. Okay. Uh, Bindle's turn. Bindle also runs towards the healing spirit. That's three points. Making sure to click the heal and not the damage button. Mm. <laughs> Matt's saying forgot to turn on the bumpers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Bing, bing, this room bing, is full bing, of bing, adventures. Bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing. Bing, 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 bing. Oh, Archbeth is pointing out. This was, in fact, a yeet. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yes. I mean, it's it's not Neary levels of damage, but we can't all be Neary. Speaking of Neary, it's your turn. All right. Um, where are where is the lad that didn't just get thrown into the wall? Uh, right in front of Zach's. All right. I'm gonna put arrows in it. It's a bold strategy. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> uh, thirty. It and a 25. It also hits. For 13 plus 9 is 22 damage. And plus 1 from the parasite. It makes happy little parasite noises. I have no idea what that sounds like. I actually don't want to imagine it. <laughs> I'm thinking it makes little carbonation bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have inspiration? I already have it, yeah. <laughs> Why is it only the ones with inspiration who are earning inspiration? Okay, that's fine. I don't know. That's fine. Chroma. Well, um, I'm out of spell slots. Oh, sorry. I apologize. You going to use a bonus action? Um, no, I don't have any bonus actions. But I am going to move through the healing spirit. I mean, that's fair. There's no attack of opportunity from you. So that's uh, four healing. Also, I do believe, since it's Chroma's turn, there's a, a very angry totem. Well, not totem. That would be one <laughs> A very yeah, angry turret. Right. This, yes. The turret! Is the turret sure it's not a totem? It has been making WoW references. The whole time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, FYI, it spends a lot of time online. Just popped. Oh, sorry. No, that's what I was there for. I'm glad it got its use. But the... Way that it's written, it has a limited number of use, and that was the last one. Let's see. Um, the turret is going to do its thing again and replenish temp hit points for those who took damage. Um, and that is nine temporary hit points. For how many people? It doesn't stack. Um, so if you have less than nine, yeah. change it to nine. Okay, I will do that. Which slot looks more injured? Uh, at this point... The one in front of Zach's. I kind of broke its hand. Not just kind of. Right. I point my sidearm at it and I fire. It also has more arrows in it. True. Well, now it's going to have lead in it, too. <laughs> That's poisonous. Eventually. We'll find out. Um, wait, I have pack tactics. Um, let me remind myself right. what might to hit. I have pack tactics. I mean, it's not like you missed. Sure, <laughs> you didn't need it. You're doing we we missed the opportunity for possible crits, but True. still. But on, so that's a twenty. Rerolling, I actually did get a crit. <laughs> you got a twenty-six. <laughs> wow! Can I do my extra d6 of damage? Not when we've moved on to the next turn and right. someone's already rolling. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. I see. How it <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't almost 11.30. I know. So that's nine piercing. It doesn't want piercings. <laughs> well, I didn't want to give it piercings, but here we are. 
Okay. And that was action and bonus action, right? Uh-huh. Okay, Zax. All right, I'm going to go for its head with the Hammer of Thunderbolts. First one, I've got a 9 plus 12 for 21. That hits. Okay, and the damage is uh, 6 plus 5 plus 8 for 19. So that's my first attack. And should I just keep going? Second one? Go right ahead. Yep. All right, second one. It's a 10 plus 12 for 22 to hit. A 22 will hit. Okay, and damage is 4 plus 4 plus 8 for 16. And because I've got the frenzy thing up, I get a third hit. It's bloodied, by the way. Good. <laughs> Maybe I can uh, work with that. Uh, this is 8 plus 12 for 22 hit. That will hit. Okay, and damage is 5 plus 4 plus 8 for 17 damage. And I'm done. Okay. That's a lot of damage. That's what barbarians are for. And you didn't even that regain your spell slots from long rest. No. <laughs> Not at all. Someone's doing more damage than me. This The balance has been shifted. Someone is angrier than you <laughs> at the moment. There is a the force. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> the tank is able to hold aggro by doing more damage than the ranger. <laughs> this isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Turns out the the tank is Fury Spec. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, it is Jr's turn. What will Jr do now? Jr runs forward and casts Cure Wounds on Zax. That's a whole four points of damage that's healed. Okay, so I add four points. Yes. Thanks, Jr. That helps. That was Jr's last spell slot. Oh. Okay. They did not get a long rest either. Right. Right. Zenosha and Snacks. Okay, I'm going to start off by casting another Healing Spirit. This one I'm going to cast using a 4th level spell slot, so this one will be 3d6 instead of 1. And, you know what? I think I'm going to be a bear. That, that takes up my action, so. Okay. I am going to try to banish the non-bloodied death salad. I mean, slot. Uh, so this that, one... That's the one that was thrown... This one is not romaine lettuce. It's iceberg. Not as nutritious. It still should go away. And it is a constant... I'm sorry, charisma save DC 16. That is a 17. Okay, that's uh, out of my high level slots. 14 plus 3. Okay. It would be the slot's turn. But Bindle was holding her action. You all hear the unmistakable sound of electronics powering down. Go! Just Go! And both of the slots disappear. And as soon as they disappear, you hear the electronics powering back up again. Oh, good. Fantastic. So, um, I'm just gonna go, okay? I'm gonna go spend some time in my lab or something. I'm going home. Yeah, good plan. I'm, I wish you the, 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 I'm, I'm, I almost died because you wanted to shoot it in the face. I'm going home. How Come on, are you Kevin. Going home? I'll give them a ride if they need it. I'd give them a ride, but I'm out of spell slots now. So. It's. I'm for Flotsam. I know the way home from Flotsam. It's. You, you know that's a ballistic trajectory, right? Most of them land fine. We're going. We're going. We're going. All right. Good it's, luck. Sorry. Uh, she. Sometimes she gets kind of angry. You should see her when people start trying to collect ciphers. What's a cipher? Uh. That thing that Chroma has. Long story. Oh. It, you collect too many of them, bad things happen. 
but you've only got the one. You, you, no, just one. I, you'll be fine, probably. I'm, I'm gonna go catch up before I'm alone on the moon. Bye. All right. Good luck. Right. Okay. And they're gone. So, um, now I'm going to my lab. Come okay. find me sometime, I guess. And we have. I started the recording almost three hours ago. Wow. So, well, we had a decent break as we stalled for time. So that's true. We did. Uh, so that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Okay. I think that's a good stopping point. Thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I got to have Kevin do a yeet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you did. Poorly. It was, hey, it was still pretty cool, though. <laughs> Very poorly, but he did manage to get it done. Uh, so let's do some plugs. Ellie runs the social network, elek.xyz, E-L-E-K-K.xyz. Many of us have social media accounts that you can follow, including on elek.xyz. Our information is available in the show notes. Uh, go check the cast page and all that stuff is there. EO's mom writes books. You can find those at elizabeth-mccoy.com. Not bookofgen.com. That is Jen's blog and podcast. And I just said where you can find that. Uh, Matt's brother-in-law also writes books. And you can find those at nogodsbeforeus.com. Uh, LFA is saying yeet ability achieved. Well played. Well played indeed. Cindy is awesome. Going to continue to say that because it continues to be true. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gaming. Help us keep the lights on. You can join other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Ellie, Eric, Mickey, and Walter. Uh, we also stream this, if you're listening to this after the fact, at twitch.tv uh, slash crash the DM. Uh, if you are listening to this in podcast form from the RSS feed, you're listening to this in November. But if you were watching this live, you would have listened to this in August. There's a bit of a buffer, so... You can check the episodes earlier by going and watching them live. Uh, so until next time, this is Crash saying, Yeet's ability achieved. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. <laughs>